okay well good afternoon everybody trust that we are doing well this afternoon i'm going to follow uh, us on uh, youtube glory to god blessed be the god and father of our lord and savior jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places how are you doing this afternoon uh, what do we greet now happy good friday <laughs> is it happy good friday uh let me put my phone this way so that i can maintain eye contact okay how is everybody doing in the comments let me know how you are doing this afternoon how have you enjoyed um the ministration so far i've thoroughly enjoyed them from uh little david's opening and conversation if you missed that you need to watch it back and sharing his thoughts on our Lord Jesus Christ and uh, his death and his resurrection. All right. And then we had also the worship team. Uh, so grateful for the worship team. And then we had Jennifer who gave us a spoken word. And that was amazing. Did anybody hear the power of those words? And then we also had uh we had a uh, testimony from jimra about how he encountered jesus and also we had a testimony from lade we had spoken word from jimra and so excellently uh, done and of course the testimonies were so powerful and then also the dance by flora joy all right the ministration so we've been so blessed by what god is doing and i just want to you know share the word of god with us i want to appreciate our tech team guys can we appreciate the tech team <laughs> let's appreciate them they've done so good uh guys don't mind david in the comment he's causing distractions <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, he said he said new look who is this in the name of jesus i address every voice <laughs> all right okay glory to god glory to god glory to god father we thank you in jesus name glory to god blessed be the god and father of our lord let's pray father we thank you thank you for uh this time thank you for uh the opportunity that we have we don't take it for granted to be able to celebrate uh the death uh, of our lord jesus uh, the sacrifice um to be able to celebrate the power of his resurrection um and we thank you father for um the truth that we have come to experience and to know of him we thank you father for how um the the death of jesus has blessed us giving us uh security in life and we thank you for the resurrection that he is and father we pray today that as we spend this day um, not just reminiscing but gazing we pray that um that we will be reinforced will be reinforced our faith will be reinforced our faith in our lord jesus will be reinforced and we also pray that we'll be activated in new possibilities we want to thank you because you hear us always in jesus mighty name we pray somebody say amen 
somebody say amen this is a important occasion um you know the lord jesus expects that we show his death amen he expects that we show his death one of the instructions the lord jesus gave us about communion is that we we show his death by doing it and that's because um, of the power uh, that is in his crucifixion and uh, typically um i i feel like this celebration is normally quiet because it's not culturally influenced if you compare how the death burial and the resurrection of our lord jesus is celebrated to christmas <laughs> all right christmas is a whole new different level do you see what i'm saying and and what you begin to see there in the distinction in terms of how one is more popular than the other excuse me one is more popular than the other is that one is more commercially influenced but it is our responsibility as the church that on a day like this that we make the loudest noise do you see what i'm saying are you with me yeah. or i know we are home and this is giving me uh lockdown vibes <laughs> remember we have to stream so much from home i know we're at home but i want you to be uh to be engaged and so we it's our responsibility as the church to be excited all right about our lord jesus the sacrifice that he he made the way that he gave his life and to tell everybody all right about it to tell everybody that jesus died it would never get old it would never get old it holds the key it holds the promise to the life that is in his name all right so even even my, my pastor D is also causing distraction in the car. <laughs> I'm teasing. Thank you, Pastor D. <laughs> All right. So it's our responsibility on a day like this, right? To to make sure that we really propagate the message. I want to read something to us um, quickly. All right. And I want to read first John chapter one from verses one to six. First John chapter 1 from verses 1 to 6. Hallelujah. Our, our, um, our focus today is, you know, encounter Jesus. You've, you've heard that from all the ministrations. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands. Concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest and we have seen it and testified to it and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you so that you may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with the son jesus christ and we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete somebody say amen this is the message we have heard of him and proclaimed to you that god is light and in him there is no darkness at all if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth somebody say amen Oh, I'm a student of John's work. I love his work. 
John 20, 30 to 31. John 20, 30 to 31. John 20, 30 to 31. Because I want to talk about that, what it means to encounter Jesus. It says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. I love it. Did you see that? Okay, John said that there were many signs that Jesus did, all right, and that not all the signs that Jesus did were captured in the book of John, but that the, the, the signs that were captured were written for a purpose because a sign is meant to point us to something. Is that correct? Right? A sign is meant to point us to something. So essentially, Jesus said, that these signs, these signs that were, this, these things that were documented, they were written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And what is consequent on that believing, what happens as a result of believing, is that we get to access the life that is in his name. I love that scripture that you know, David read at the beginning, we can't get tired of scripture. Amen. <laughs> I said, we can't get tired of scripture. Amen. Yeah. It says, Jesus, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, you know, when we think of the word encounter, Encounter sounds like a very dramatic word, all right? Encounter sounds like uh, it's, a, it's a spiritual word, but it, it sounds especially spiritual, <laughs> all right? So when someone comes to you and says, hey, I had an encounter, you're thinking, wow, what happened? Did you suspend in the air, <laughs> okay? Um, did you fly? All of those things. But I want to simplify what encounter is what it means to encounter Jesus. There's no better place to start than a man who had a deep relationship with Jesus, and his name is John. John, um, call, I love John. He wrote the Gospel of John and called himself the apostle that Jesus loved. <laughs> okay, I love it. Um, so, so John was a man who had deep love for Jesus. He had a deep relationship with Jesus Christ, and in First John. He begins to describe to us Jesus. I love the uniqueness of John's insight into who Christ is, especially when you read John's gospel. And uh, in John's gospel, he reveals um, Christ. He reveals Jesus as the word, all right, that was with the Father. Okay, there's such a deep uh, 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 level of insight that we gain when we study John. So in 1 John, he begins to talk about that which we have seen, which we have heard, and which we have touched. With, um, Amplify says, which our hands have handled of the word of life, of the word of life. All right, John is describing the tangibility of experiencing Jesus. Are we together? Right? That there is a tangibility that Jesus is not a, a theory, 
Are we together? Right. Jesus is not a figment of our imagination. That when we come into meetings and gatherings like this, that this is not something that stops at head knowledge. Come on, somebody. Online, are we together? All right. This is not something that stops at that head knowledge. That there is a tangibility to Jesus. Jesus is not an idea. Come on, somebody. Right? Jesus is not. Jesus is not. Uh, 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 Jesus is not a thought. He says that which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have looked upon. Okay, which our hands have handled. He says of the word of life. He says for the life was manifested, and we have seen him. All right. What does it mean to encounter Jesus? It means for Christ to be made manifest to you. You see that? It means for Christ to be made manifest to you. That Jesus is not just a thought. Jesus is not just in your head. Jesus is a reality. Someone shout reality. Someone type reality. Yeah. Jesus, what John is saying is that Jesus is real. Jesus is real. There is a reality to who Jesus is. So when you think of that word encounter, right? I just don't want you to think of, you know, when people say encounter, they're like, oh, maybe they had an out-of-body experience. No, to encounter Jesus is not necessarily to have a body experience, right? I'm going to give you three ways in which the gospel shows us that we encounter Jesus and we can draw Christ. We can draw uh, from first John these three uh, ways by which we experience Jesus. The first one is we encounter God's nature through Christ. We encounter God's nature through Christ. Right? We encounter God's nature through Christ. We encounter who he is. John says right he says for god is light see he's talking about because if anybody comes today and says i had an encounter with god your encounter must line up with the word do you see what i'm saying all right so we know what an encounter is come on somebody i know it's uh, a good friday so you know everything is good <laughs> right we know what an encounter is what does it mean to encounter jesus it means to encounter god's nature john says he says god is light and in him there is no darkness at all what's john alluding to there he's saying that the nature of god is pure right the nature of god is pure john john does this i i, I love when he does this uh in, in john chapter one now the gospel according to john he says no man has seen god at any time what a bold statement i'm just gonna readjust this sorry please bear with me i like to be comfortable i think that might be better too far Okay, that's better. So he says, no man has seen God, John chapter 1, at any time. Are we still together? 
except the only begotten son who was in the bosom of the father he has revealed him now that's a huge statement right when you consider that up until jesus came right the revelation of god was present in history and in scripture so when john comes and says no man has seen god at any time except the only begotten son in fact he if you read john chapter one he started off that statement by saying the law came by moses remember that and grace and truth came through jesus but then he said no man has seen god at any time what he's saying there is that no one was in the position to accurately reveal god like jesus did because no one had truly been in the presence of the father to be able to accurately relay the nature of the father someone shout accuracy someone type accuracy accuracy yeah so no one had seen god at any time except the only begotten son right and the only begotten son what he did with his life was to reveal the nature of god i love it when john says that these things i declare that you may have fellowship with us but truly our fellowship is with the father and with the son jesus christ and he's describing the one that we have fellowship with, with as the light being so i say he's the light being Woo. he's the light being we cross reference james and james says that he says every good gift every perfect gift james chapter one it says he comes from the father of lights he says in him there is no shadow of turning and in him there is no variation so to encounter jesus is to encounter the nature of god right i know that we are a prophetic generation and all of these things that we say and the word encounter sometimes is so airy fairy do you see that you can't track it to and i'm helping you track what it means to have an encounter with god to have an encounter with god is to have an encounter with with his nature who he is and that's one of the things that jesus came to the earth to do to make sure that there was absolutely no mistake about the character and the nature of god i love romans chapter one he says i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation he says for therein is the righteousness of god revealed see the righteousness of god is revealed in christ all right outside of christ you will not find the righteousness of God. Okay. Not only is the righteousness of God given to us as a gift. Okay. So you would never see God better. Uh, you would never see God better. The best way to see God. The best way to understand God. Is to understand God through the eyes of Christ. 
are we still together? Okay? It's to encounter him through the eyes of Christ. So, to encounter Jesus, right, is to encounter the nature of God. Acts 10.38. Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. I've been teaching about this recently. So we understand that the reason why Jesus healed, for example, is because God is good. Okay, somebody needs to receive that this, this afternoon. Amen. Right. The reason why Jesus healed was to demonstrate the goodness of God. Jesus says, he says, if evil men know how to give good gifts to their children. All right. And here he was talking about the Holy Spirit. How much more will your heavenly father give you good things? In another place, he said, he said that how many of you being, being uh, evil, will your son ask for fish or bread and give them a serpent? See, what Jesus is doing there is that he's establishing that God is good. Someone shout God is good. Yeah, someone type God is good. God is a good God. God is a good God. It is in Jesus that you see how good God is. If you don't put on the lens of Christ, you will never gaze into the world of God's goodness. Alright, so to number one, to encounter Jesus. These are simple revelations. But as you progress as a Christian, you have to make sure that you hold on to them. Right? If you never see through the eyes of Jesus, you will never see God's goodness. And that is not just theoretically, that's also practically. Ah, my God. So, to encounter Jesus is to encounter the nature of God. That's the first one. All right. The second one. Are you writing notes? I know it's Good Friday. All right. The second one, to encounter Jesus is to encounter life. I love it. To encounter Jesus, the first one is to encounter Jesus is to encounter, right, the nature of God. And that's deep in itself. The second thing is to encounter Jesus means to encounter the life of God. So if you tell us that you've encountered Jesus or you have encounters with Jesus, these are some of the measures. If you say that you have encounters with God and the nature of God is not impressed upon your heart, how can we validate your encounter? The second one is to, to encounter Jesus is to encounter life, all right, or the life. I love it. John says the life was manifested oh i love it the life was manifested in john 10 10 the word tells us that the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy okay but i have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly john tells us in john 20 he says these things are written are we still together that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ and that in believing you may have the life that is in his name. In other words, your faith must give you access to the life that is in his name. 
I said, your faith must give you access to the life that is in his name. John says, the life was manifested and we have seen it. That's what it means to encounter Jesus. To encounter Jesus is to encounter the life that is in him. Right? And, 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 and this is the point. Let me describe a little bit about, about, about this, this element of life. Now, what John is not saying, because when we think about life sometimes, when we think of the word eternal life, okay, when we think of the word eternal life, eternal life can sound, or the way that sometimes it is preached, like the life to come. See, for the most part, the church, the body of Christ, we only relate to the life that is in him, right? Almost as the life to come. So the life that um, I will experience when Jesus returns, right? Okay, eternal life is not just about continuity. Okay, can I explain this a little bit? In fact, to help you understand a little bit more about this, those who would not inherit the kingdom will have continuity, but continuity in hell. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, continuity in darkness. So eternal life cannot just be about continuity right eternal life is more than continuity it is not just continuing no right eternal life now watch this right it is the life of god with the qualities of god did anybody get that right eternal life somebody type that eternal life is the life of god jesus promises us um much more than continuity those who would suffer as a result of rejecting jesus will continue in their suffering <laughs> right so eternal life is not just about continuity right it is about the god life Ooh, with the god qualities so in other words to encounter jesus is to encounter the god kind of life I love when Jesus in John 17 verses 1 to 3. John 17, 1 to 3. He says, when Jesus had spoken these words, he said he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that the son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all flesh, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life. Please note this. And this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. He said, Jesus describes what eternal life is. It is participate, participating in the knowledge of God. He's not just saying that eternal life is them having information about who you are. No, it's intimate knowledge. The knowledge that you participate with. Are we together? Right? He says this is eternal life. So we are learning that eternal life is not just that which I experience, you know, uh, uh, at a certain point 
either when one dies or when Jesus returns. No, eternal life is the God life with the God quality. And what Jesus wants is, Jesus wants us to participate in eternal life now. I want someone to type hashtag eternal life now. <laughs> Do you get it? It's the God kind of life. Eternal is, is used to help us understand the uh, the durability, the excellence, the uh, 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 the quality of that life, right? It is, it is, it is, it is the God kind of life. Oh, wow! To encounter Jesus, right, is to encounter, right, life. No wonder John describes him as life john says this is life uh, this is life right this is life eternal life is a person do you see that right he says that eternal life which was if we if we understand if we can appreciate who our lord jesus is well we can live a life that's so different that's so unique eternal life this is that eternal life so that means you're listening this morning and you're this afternoon rather all right and you have so many pursuits in life and like so many things you want to accomplish and so many things you're trying to resolve life is a person life is not a set of circumstances okay right life is a person someone shall life is a person yeah life is not a set of self that's why if we don't prioritize the person of life we will not have the light of life do you get what i'm saying if we don't prioritize the person of life and this good friday is it's a great opportunity for us to retrace our steps it's a great opportunity for us to reflect and refocus, right? Are we seeking life in other things? Are we seeking life in other things? Are we looking for life in other things? Are we seeking satisfaction in other things? No, life is a person. Someone shall life is a person. Yeah, life is a... So eternal life is not just about continuity. Okay, let me give you this quickly. Remember, remember... Uh, uh, um, uh, Lazarus's sister remember that when Lazarus had died all right reading from uh, I think John is it John not, not John 14 uh, John 11 Lazarus had died and Jesus said that Lazarus sleeps and he will rise again and uh, uh sorry Jesus said Lazarus sleeps and Lazarus sister said that yeah that I know that Lazarus will rise again at the resurrection Jesus said uh-uh he said, I am the resurrection. See, her revelation was that Lazarus, uh, that Lazarus would rise again at a certain time at the resurrection. Jesus said, no, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, resurrection is not an event. Resurrection is a person. Is anybody getting this? 
Resurrection is a person. Life is a person. It is the person of, of, of the resurrection. Of the, the, yeah, it is the resurrection that determines the time of resurrection. It is the life that gives life. Right. Okay. It is because he is the resurrection. Okay. That he can determine the resurrection at the end of the age. But he is that resurrection. So meaning that this afternoon, if you need a resurrection experience, resurrection is not just a day that's been planned. Resurrection is a person that can be revealed to you. Come on, somebody. Is anybody getting this? Is anybody getting this? So, hey, you can have resurrection, a resurrection experience today. Let me give you the third one. All right, the third one. So, to encounter Jesus is to encounter God's nature. You got that? To encounter Jesus is to encounter, all right, the life that is in his name. And then this third one, to encounter Jesus is to encounter truth. Is to encounter truth. Yeah. First John 1 6. It says, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Right? To encounter Jesus is to encounter the truth. If you say that you have encounters with God or that you encounter God. These are some of the measures that you should have in your life. In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Truth is important because Jesus says in John 8, 31 to 32, why is truth vital? John 8, 31 to 32. He says, so Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So that means freedom is dependent on truth. You get that? Okay, so any kind of freedom right spiritual freedom is dependent on freedom in our lives the way that we live our lives to be able to 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 um to live freely we need to be set at liberty by truth right okay the 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 opposite experience of not having truth is living in bondage so anytime we lack truth. If anybody thinks that they have life because they have material things, they don't have Christ. Listen, they're in bondage because they don't have truth. Right? If anybody thinks that they have anything but they don't have Christ, they're in bondage because they're missing the truth. To miss the truth is to live in bondage. Can I share a little bit more with you? Is that okay? Still here? Right? We're living in a time where our struggle is going to be about learning to distinguish between what is true 
and the truth. <laughs> right? This is, one of, this is going to be one of the challenges of the end time. Distinguishing between what is true. Uh, I was showing uh, uh, a few people were around the house something I came across on, um, on Instagram. Uh, this, this, this young lady had done a video on, um, I think she does a series of video on how to, you know, serve your husband in marriage and things like that. So she had done a video that I came across, first time I'd really seen her stuff, and she put, uh, how do you, uh, how do you please your husband, or, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. So she put four things. So she put, um, number one, uh, number one, intimacy. Um, number two, you submit to him. Number three, you, uh, what's the third one now? I think that number three, you, uh, you cook him a meal. And I think there was, yeah. And then the fourth one was silence in terms of granting him peace. So I looked at it and I thought, oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's interesting. That, that content, that, that looks okay. There is no issue. But for some reason, for some reason, I just felt to just investigate a little bit more about her and her content. So as I scrolled down, someone asked and said, hey, how do you become such an advocate for men? And she said, well, um, it was when she came, paraphrasing, she came into the light um, as an Israelite woman. <laughs> as an Israelite woman. So when she said that, alarm bells went up. I said, what do you mean as an Israelite woman? So then I followed a link she put and then she belongs to a, uh, uh, a sect that believes that uh, the original Israelites are black people and Hispanics. And these are the people that God is dealing with. Okay? You see that now? I said that to say that on the surface, the things she said, they are true. <laughs> Is anybody with me? The things she said about how to serve your spouse, they are true. Uh, but her, her true, I don't want to use truth because I want to use truth, okay? For lack of a better expression, her truth did not lead to the truth. Here's my point, right? Her truth. The things that were true, the facts that were true, the facts she gave did not lead to the truth, like, right? It leads to destruction. That is one of the things that we'll be faced with in the end times, that things that seem true. So what we're learning here, that truth is not just theoretical. Right, truth is a person. Someone said truth is a person. Yeah, truth is a person. So we're going to live in a time, we're living in a time, even so much more, that we have to distinguish between what is true and what the truth is. And to encounter Jesus is to encounter truth. All right, this is one distinguishing characteristic about truth. We're getting ready for communion. Is that Truth is of eternal relevance and implication. If you follow the pattern of the truth, you will never end up in destruction. Right? So, truth is not always just validated in the moment. Truth is validated in the fact that if I follow this path, 
where I will end up. No wonder Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. To encounter Jesus. To encounter Jesus is to encounter the truth. Apostle Paul was preaching once and this young lady kept saying, these men are servants of the Most High God. Read that story before? She kept saying, what she was saying was true, <laughs> right? But she was operating with a spirit of error by another spirit. These men are servants of the Most High God. And it took a while before Paul had to rebuild that spirit because the spirit of error was apparently propagating that which is true. And you follow that spirit of error because you are lured by what sounds true, the ends of it. But you know what it is? To encounter Jesus is to encounter truth. And truth has eternal relevance and eternal security. So as we get ready to take communion today, wow, one of the things that I love about the cross, one of the things that I love about the the death of our lord just his crucifixion right one of the things that i love about the finished works of christ is the access that we get all right it's the access that we get to enjoy okay is our access to the father i want to close on john john says this he says these things are written that you may believe that you may believe are you struggling with faith right these things are written these things that were shared yeah i know you're like you've been in the faith for so long but right now your faith is shaky these things this is still the source of faith right this is still what we shared today is still the source of authentic faith are you struggling so this is, you know, we don't want this gathering to just be, I don't know, like we just, we just marked, um, you know, the death of Jesus. No, there's purpose to it. There's purpose to it, right? These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ. You can have a continuous revelation of Jesus being the Christ. You know what I love there? Especially reading Hebrews. Hebrews says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It invokes both his person and his office. Jesus, Savior, Christ, anointed Messiah. Whew. Did you get that? He invokes both his office and his person. And listen, you're listening this morning. Let this, this afternoon, let this, don't let this meeting just be like, I don't know, we, yeah, Good Friday, Easter weekend, all of those things. No, let it have a definite impact on your walk. These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ and in believing, you may have the life that is in his name. Right, so, you can encounter Jesus again. You can encounter the nature of God again, right? If you feel, now I want to just, just minister a little bit prophetically. Now, especially if you feel like your heart 
recently is developing a, a level of resistance to God. I want to pray for you this afternoon. Right? It's almost like uh, there's a level of resistance. A little bit of a hardness. A little bit of a hardness you can encounter. God's nature again if you are here and circumstances are making you question God as to who God is right through the words of God today and the ministry of the Holy Spirit on this Good Friday uh, by the by the power of his resurrection right you can have a, a new level of reinforcement in the revelation of who God is. If you're seeing God differently because of circumstances, right, through these words, through this gospel, right, you can have the accurate lens by which you see God. By which you see God. This, this, this afternoon, if you've got any sickness in your body, how God anointed jesus he doesn't just want you to hear it no he wants you to access the life john 20 again that you may believe that jesus is the christ and in believing you may have the life that is in his name okay that faith must give you access so if you're watching this afternoon and you've got sickness in your body well it's a great time to pray. It's a great time to pray. If you're listening this afternoon, right, and you feel accused, you feel cheated. I want to pray about these things prophetically. You feel accused, you feel cheated, you feel condemned, right? You feel accused uh, 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 um, about who God says you are. You know what you need to see? You need to see the truth. He's a person. <laughs> when you encounter the truth, you're set free. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Get communion ready. I'm going to give you one minute to get communion ready. I'm going to give you one minute to get your communion ready so that we can pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit three ways we encounter one we encounter his nature thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit we encounter the life that is in his name and number three we encounter the truth someone in the name of jesus christ you're going to encounter the truth and by this encounter with the truth every lie that has been spoken over you about you every lie that you've had to build on in the name of the lord jesus who is the truth is broken is broken somebody say amen is broken is broken is broken is broken is broken father we thank you all right we're gonna pray we're gonna pray thank you holy spirit Wherever you are, I want you to begin to thank God right now. I want you to begin to exalt God. I want you to magnify Him and glorify Him and thank Him. Father, we bless your name. Father, we give you praise. 
this is a holy moment this is a holy moment this is a holy moment yes father come and let your presence even as we are gathered by faith gathered in the spirit come and let your presence feel this place thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the speakings of the blood of jesus as we celebrate the lord jesus's death today by the speakings of the blood of jesus we take authority over every accusation we take authority over every accusation in the name of the lord jesus christ i rebuke the voice of the adversary administering lies in the name of the lord jesus christ i rebuke the voice of the adversary accusing the brethren the word of god says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony in the name of the lord jesus christ i declare that by the efficacy of the blood of jesus by the power that is in the blood every accusation is silenced Every accusation is silence. Every lie about um, who we are before God and how God sees us. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I rebuke every opinion that's controlling the minds of God's people. That's a hindrance to the ability to live freely and to live at liberty. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke every, every spirit walking through culture to erode the truth that allows us to stand firm and to stand secure. Come on, can we pray for two minutes? Can we pray for two minutes? Can we pray for two minutes? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not going to live a lie because you have come to know the truth. Huh? Huh? You're not going to live a lie because, see, there is power in his crucifixion. There is power in his burial. There is power in his resurrection. There's power. There's power. There's power. There's power. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we dismantle lies. We dismantle lies and deception. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare the word of God says he who the son sets free is free indeed by faith in his name. I declare that you are free indeed. You are free of shame. My God, you are free of you're free of accusation. You're free of shame. You're free of labels. You are free indeed. You are free of garments that God has not put on you. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, cast off that garment, cast off those garments. Christ became a curse on the cross that the blessings of Abraham might come upon those who believe. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today, we declare that there's been a divine exchange. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray for those of us who... Um, the first thing I spoke about, I spoke about how to encounter Jesus is to encounter the nature of God. There's this very powerful story that happened in between uh, the, the death or after the resurrection of Jesus rather. Um, these men on the road to Emmaus, they were walking with Jesus and talking to Jesus, not knowing that they were talking to Jesus. They had walked with Jesus for a while. And as they got into, as they got to their house, they invited Jesus to come in. All this while, they did not know it was Jesus. But the Bible says that when they sat with Jesus and they wanted to eat, the Bible says as they broke bread, their eyes were open and they saw that it was Jesus. That means that it is possible to in a sense be around jesus but not see jesus for who he is they took a can you see what i'm saying they took a walk with jesus please these prayers are important they took a walk with jesus they were with jesus physically but they did not see him in the spirit in the same way we can be around jesus be in god's house be around the word and things like that but circumstances have limited our ability to see Jesus. What happened? They were so engrossed by their pain that they did not see Jesus standing before them. But I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because to encounter Jesus is to encounter the, the nature of God. I ask the Father of glory. Somebody pray. On this good friday celebration that he will grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation i pray for every single person under the sound of my voice that our revelation of jesus will not be tainted by experiences but that jesus will become the worldview by which we engage experiences somebody say amen yeah, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will see God's goodness again. You will encounter God's goodness again. As you look at the cross, what you will see is the one that so loved you that he gave his only son. And, and, and Romans says, he who did not spare his only son, how will he not with him give us all things? So I pray for a correction in our perspective. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will begin to see the goodness of God. I pray for every single person who is facing any kind of hardship. As you look to him, as you look at how much he suffered. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will receive the provision that you need. In what you call your current circumstances. And you will maintain perspective of the goodness of God. I want to pray for those those of you whose health is challenged 
I want to make it very known, very clear to you. I make it known to you that according to the scripture, the Bible says he was bruised for iniquities. And he says the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And he says that with his stripes, he doesn't say we will be healed. He says that with his stripes, we are healed. I want to say to you that your status is the healed of the Lord. Though your health is challenged, but your spiritual status is by his stripes. You are healed. And scripture confirms it that as Jesus went about healing, this was to fulfill the scripture that he took upon him our infirmities. So in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the legal and finished works of Jesus, I rebuke infirmity. I rebuke infirmity. In the name of the Lord Jesus, infirmity, the Lord rebuke you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command infirmities to leave. Uh, I command any infirmity rather to leave your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's not permitted to reside or to stay. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke depression. I rebuke um, physical ailments. Uh, I rebuke um, uh, 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 headaches and migraines from the, from the littlest of ailments down to the biggest. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke and dismiss any infirmity by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come out of their bodies. Come out of their bodies. Come on, somebody begin to thank him. Somebody begin to thank him. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power. And I pray especially, Father, that today, that as we meditate on these words, that our relationship with you, John says, these things we declare to you that you may have fellowship with the Father. He says, and truly our fellowship is, he says, that you may have fellowship with us. But he says, and truly our fellowship is, is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that our fellowship will thrive again. That our fellow Somebody pray for one minute. Uh, that our fellowship... See, the, the revelation of the cross is not just to tell stories of how Jesus went to the cross. No, no, no. He must produce the life that's in, him, in His name. Father, that our fellowship be reactivated. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We're going to bless communion. Please, can you pass mine? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 